good evening and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films for a very special Halloween episode. Ooh. With your host, Count Matt Blackula. I want to suck your blood. Yo. And Ethan Stein. Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films. This time, we're here to talk about your favorite scary movies. What was that? What was that? <laughs> I, I was trying to do the ghost ooh, but with the... The ghost sk- ooh? Ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Ethan R. Hill. With, your, with us is Jesse Prosser and Matthew Alu. Uh. What's going on, bitch? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> why is Matt? Why is Matt rubbing his face so? Much? Uh, I don't. <laughs> so what, when the Sam Hell was that? I don't. <laughs> oh, we can do something. Fine, I'll just do a regular I, opening. I and thought. You guys no, can go I thought that. Was, I thought that was fun. Uh, I like. No, the... it's fine. I just... <laughs> You're like, guys. I got this. Like, I got this dope ass opening. And then it was it's just you with a funny voice. It's like, ghost oh. face. Discuss your favorite scary oh, movie. Oh, is that who that's supposed to be? What's your scary movie? Have you never seen Scream, Matt? Yeah, I have. I just, is this going to be vampires all over yeah. again? <laughs> to no recognize. Uh, okay, good. What you're talking about. Fine. Uh, hi. We can... Hello. Hi. I'm here. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm not a ghost, which is <laughs> positive. I think the last time I was on this podcast, I was a ghost. Yes. <laughs> Maybe the last three times. Honestly, I can't remember the last time I was on here doing a live recording. It's like, when was the last time? When was the last time? It's, it's been a mess. It's been a mess of a month. Yeah, October. Oh, well. And like <laughs> scheduling and stuff, like now that like things are kind of getting back to normal. Not even normal, but like now that things are getting busy. Because it's still a gong show, let's be honest. There's nothing uh-huh. that's not still a gong show. It's not like anything's gone overly better. Uh, in terms of like, you know, cases and like you know, uh, uh, the, the healthcare system and all those types of things. It's like, nothing's gone better. It's yeah. just, everyone's like, ah, let's just go back to doing normal stuff now. But yeah, like I know let's Prosser's just, been busy just... and like trying to schedule everything to work together has been tough. Like I've been working weekends and, uh, working on like putting a business together. It's yeah, it's a lot of work, but, uh, then... it's good to be able to sit down with you guys again, hang out on uh, the podcast that we created <laughs> I'm just like I'm like the absentee father maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's we... what's happening here <laughs> oh we, we don't Ethan, have to Ethan's the good mama you're the good mama <laughs> Ethan's like I I'm got you baby I'm just here every week I got you baby and I'm like I gotta go get some uh, cigarettes I'll be right back <laughs> I gotta go to the, I go get some milk from the corner store <laughs> <laughs> and then we never saw him again. And then he never comes on the podcast again. Good to be back, though. Good to excited to talk about some Halloween stuff. Spooky. Well, it's good to have you back. I'd say so. And I think, I think uh, Matt, me and you have discussed this. We should announce it up front. Um, We're because... firing Prosser. You're yes. fired. <laughs> because Matt has been absent so much, we are firing Prosser. <laughs> we would like to introduce you, ladies and gentlemen, to your new stepdad. <laughs> Jesse. At least he's Prosser. been around. <laughs> sure. At least someone gives me some love. <laughs> 
but yes, we are we are gonna promote Mr. Mr. Jesse Prosser to a series regular. So you'll probably hear and see his dumb face around. Could Sir have been on like how many of the last couple of episodes? <laughs> well, you do the you do a lot of the work for us because you do a lot of the editing. Mm-hmm. A uh, lot of it, eh? <laughs> all of the editing. <laughs> you do a lot of the editing. Ethan's like, I do I do you know what? I do the recording part of the editing. So th- yeah, there exactly. you go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Come yeah. on, man. There you go. You have to edit edit yourself. Jeez. <laughs> But you clearly we don't do a, a good clearly we don't do a good job of that because we're just like we had no idea we were coming on here and just made some kind of like dysfunctional family thing around the podcast but it works it's a great yeah. analogy it's a good time why not i mean i think it's an all right analogy we could always have better analogies mm-hmm. no i don't think so i think i think this one hits close to home you know people it's get as, it it's as good as it gets <laughs> yeah. it's relatable it's steven spielberg <laughs> it's hashtag relatable but, uh, yeah, no, uh, so welcome to the official team, I guess. Like, you were part of the team before, but, like, congrats on your promotion, I, guess, I don't know. It, it's, it's a... It's, Matt, it, help me out here. It's an official... It's you an just... Official, you, you don't like my analogies, so I don't know if you want my it's help. A, it's an but, official, non-official promotion. Where, it's a promotion <laughs> with no pay. It yes. comes with a pay raise of... Um, you have to pay us more. Fulfillment. <laughs> Remember, I can edit this thing, so I can... <laughs> comes with a uh, pay raise of a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your voice over top of Matt. A million dollars. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, Matt, that's really generous of, for you to say a million dollars. Jesse Prosser, we want to promote you. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank you for... Thank you for having me, and uh, thank you for... Giving me this this honorable promotion, I'll try to do you guys proud. This means that I can finally dip out a podcast and make you two talk to each other without <laughs> me. It would just turn into two hours of us talking about Halo. Like yeah, for- we'd be like, we're taking over this uh, movie podcast. We're going to talk about Halo today. A What's f- going on? Talk man? about a feast of Halo. <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys just admitting that you have one note as people? You only know Halo? No, yes. like what's... That's why like, we also have a podcast about movies because we just know Halo. Is that well, Ed, is that well, why yes, if, of I, course. if I would have asked you about the vampires in Halo would you've been able to talk to me about uh There are no vampires in Halo. Exactly. exactly. And that's why he couldn't talk to me about vampires. There's like zombie type stuff in Halo. Listen, hey, listen, going back to this. Oh yeah, I was on the vampire episode. I forgot. But Listen, it wasn't that I didn't watch vampire movies. I just didn't find them overly interesting, and I specifically didn't watch Dracula. That was your issue. You're like, you haven't seen any Dracula? And I I was like, well, Blade 3. I don't need... That's the thing. A few, there was a few people who talked to me about it. They're like, "Yeah, so we listened to your God. vampire episode. It was kind of weird because it was basically you being like, so have you seen this vampire movie?' And Matt being like, "Nah, nah." <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's, yeah, a lot of you being like vampires, and he's like, "Nope." And I'm like, I get. I asked if he wanted to talk about vampires. <laughs> he agreed. And then I'm like, yeah, I have nothing, man. I have nothing. It's like, hey, you want to go fishing this weekend? Sure, you get on the boat. All right, where's your fishing rod? I don't own a fishing rod. Why would you want to go? <laughs> I brought dynamite? I don't know. <laughs> that ties into the vampire thing. It does. The most, I t- the most I famous about, interpretation of Dracula where I think he uses I mentioned dynamite. that was, yeah, Dracula and Monster Squad uses dynamite for some reason. It's amazing. Oh, wow. It's... Mo- Monster Squad is a delight. So anyway, so hey everybody, again, I guess we can probably move this along, so... Yeah, 
Uh, Jesse's here, so yes, and I'll move. Congratulations, on. <laughs> Mr. Prosser. Let's talk about some slasher villains. Yeah, or slashers, I guess. That's that's what we're here to talk about. Stabby, on the, stabby. On this, the Halloween. Yeah, we are recording this on Halloween, which means it'll be horribly out of season by the time it comes out tomorrow. It's gonna get released on All Saints Day. <laughs> All Saints Day month. All right. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I blanked on what day it was. I was like, when is this episode actually coming out? But, yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, with you. Oh, it's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I guess I guess. Everybody, what's your favorite? Straight up, first off, what's your favorite slasher series? Well, um, I'm somewhere between, like, I don't know. Does Freddy Krueger count as yes, a slasher? Yes, 100%. 100%. 100%. A slasher, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yes. I love the, like, I love the whole Nightmare on Elm Street thing. That's a lot of fun. Like, it's so creepy, but also Freddy is so weird. Like, he's just so out there. Some mm-hmm. of the things he does is just, like... What am I watching right now? Like it, it, it almost like borderlines into the comedy, you know, of it all. Oh, 100%. But like it's also terrifying. It's like it's, Oh yeah, 100%. It's really weird. So that yeah. that that is definitely one of my favorites. Um I think, you know, I'm a good cla- I love a good old classic Halloween movie. You know, they're not that deep yeah, as man. far as narrative goes, but like watching oh. Michael Myers, like everyone's sprinting. He's just straight walking and yet somehow still catches them and just stabs the crap out of them. I'm just like it's great. It's great. Ethan, uh, uh, Matt, I'm afraid I'm about to disagree with you on uh, the depth of the Halloween series. Are you aware of the deep lore of Michael Myers in the Cult of Thor trilogy? <laughs> there is quite a lot. Oh, yeah, my. like, but like, you know how you know how Halloween is, though. Most of the time, it's like, it, when it, like there is a deep lore to it, but like majority of people are just going to be hanging out for the surface level. Oh, yeah. Uh, murder oh. the kids or oh, teenagers, <laughs> whatever, right? And I'm not at any point saying any of that stuff is good. It just exists. Like, um, and and Halloween's one of those weird things too. Like, how many reboots do they have now? Two. Well, there's been so Halloween's a bit of a choose your own adventure. So you've got the first one, which is like pretty much canon with all of them, and then of course you got Halloween two, the like, the direct sequel, same night, all that jazz. Right. So from so from there, it jumps to Halloween four, five, and six, which is like where they establish his motivations are based on this cult of Thorn, and it's all, like, like uh, old uh, constellation shit. And, like, there's runes in the sixth one that, like, stop Michael from killing people. It's basically this whole ritual that has to happen. That's why he murders his family. And it gets crazy and weird. Those are the ones that, like, Donald Pleasance is in. Like, right, they, right, they keep, right, right. They keep right, his character right. going. Yeah. So then they, they ended that series... And then they jump from Halloween 2 to H2O, where Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. And I really like H2O. I think it's a solid, like, continuation. And honestly, it's probably the best ending the series could have gotten. You've seen H2O? Yeah, and I thought at the time, I was like, this is the weirdest title. I was like... It reminds me of water. Like I'm like, no, like Halloween it's, water. What? Like it's it's memorable, but like it's like oh yeah, Halloween twenty years later. But then they're like yeah, H two O, and it's like oh. because isn't it supposed to just be H twenty, not H two O? Yeah, but everyone calls it H two O. Yeah, it's just like all right. Oh, or no, I'm trying to remember the logo because I want to say even the logo like has the two like slightly below the H and the O. Yeah, like it's a it's memorable because it's. Like, that's how people say it. It's like, that's where Halloween just should have ended with Laurie Strode cutting Michael's fucking head off. And that that's the end. She did it. 
he's dead, it's fine. Call it a but, day. But then <laughs> you get Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection, where, right. Where it, yeah. it's established that Michael switched costumes with one of the paramedics. So Laurie Strode cut off a paramedic's head. And, and then ended gets up arrested in a, for it? Yep, yeah, and then she ended up in an insane asylum. And then Michael came to kill her. Then so Laurie Strode's dead. And then we get Buster Rhymes and uh, was it a uh, Terry? Uh, oh, what's her name? She all she was like a reality host. I, I have no idea, man. Resurrection is one I I'm trying I've to remember. Seen twice. All I know is that's the movie where Michael Myers is defeated by Buster Rhymes doing kung fu. So they. <laughs> It's it's also Katie Sackhoff's first role ever for those of you who are Katie Sackhoff oh, really? fans. Yep, one of her first movie performances. Um, she's not super proud of it, but it is what it is. So then, then they called it with that, and they did the Rob Zombie ones, and that's right. its own timeline. Which line. were like two two ones there, right? Yeah, and the thing I'll say about those, like, like say what you want about Rob Zombie as a filmmaker, he made it his own. Like, yeah. And he, like, the first one I really enjoy. The second one was... Not uh, as good. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It, they made some weird choices. They just but went... at the end of the day, it's still... It worked as Rob Zombie's Halloweens, and that's why I kind of respect... I respect those for what they are. He did something completely different. It's weird that he just made Michael look like a homeless dude, but, like, it is what it is. Um, it's just Tyler Mayne. It's just Tyler Mayne. <laughs> just walked onto set. Um, <laughs> so then... And then now you've got, they just went back to the first Halloween and now it jumps straight into 2018. Cause Michael, like a, it's again, another sequel one, right? Exactly. Like it's but it's reboot. a sequel only to the it's first re- one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Another reboot quill. But this time now, Laurie and Michael are not related at all. So the shapes killings are now Michael Myers. His killings are now completely random. Like they were kind of intended to be in the first one. And I'm like, again, I haven't seen Halloween Kills, but it seems like they're going back on that and they're just making it a straight up body count slasher, which not really what Halloween is to me, but like it, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, no, <clears throat> I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen the more recent one, but yeah, I, I agree. That's kind of like if you look at the reviews and stuff, um, people if are saying it's not is, as good as the last one, but it's still like it's still OK. It's like if all well, you want is bloody murder, then you're going to love it. Yes. Yeah. Well, and like anytime to... you get Jamie Lee Curtis back, it's just like, yeah, like they she's decided, prime. She's prime. From what I gather, too, they decided to retread ground and just kind of take elements from the second one and the fourth and the one. Fourth one. And like if you're going to discount those from continuity, why are you taking stuff from them anyway? Yeah. yeah like why are you bringing oh, it back in? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like. And then, of course, the final one is Halloween 3, which is just its complete own thing, not connected to Michael Myers. And I legitimately think it's one of the best ones. Halloween Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Yes. Mm-hmm. A movie that, no, like, it's gotten a lot more of a cult following now, and people are starting to really like it because of how original it is. Um, like, if you haven't seen Halloween 3, I would legitimately recommend it. It's not a slasher. It's, like, more of just, like, a seasonal horror it's, film. It's weird. It's really weird. It's a really weird movie, but yeah, I think it's really good. Um, there's robots. Yeah. So like, there's four different Halloween timelines. Five of you include three. So yeah, that series is yeah. just completely bonkers as far as figure out what is happening and what isn't. Like, well, like Str- yeah, but this and that's again, it's one of the things that I love about Halloween. Like, you're not really going there to figure out like what's all connected together. Like, it is just like it is fun at the end of the day, and like they add oh, lore yeah. and stuff. But for me personally, like I just 
I don't know, like there's certain movies, like sometimes even comedies, it's like you'll give them a break on like lore or even like if there's plot holes in some things, if it's really, really funny. Because like a comedy's job is to make you laugh at the end of the day, right? Right. If it's really funny, you can, you like deal with some of like things maybe that aren't exactly perfect. And for me, it's kind of the same with like slashers. It's like, I'm not looking for deep lore. I'm not looking for everything to like match up perfectly. Like if you can just create like a really fun time. I don't yeah. know if fun is the right word because you like stabbing people. But if Depends. you can just create like a good Halloween uh, horror type slasher experience, then I'm happy. Like that's all I need out of those films. Um, no, and I also exactly. love how they use like William Shatner's face for uh, Michael oh, yeah. Myers. That uh, yeah, the, it was just it was, it was just a Captain Kirk mask that they painted white and changed yeah. the hair up. And yeah, yeah, yeah and, it's great. It's great. But yeah, I think I think that's it's somewhere between. Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween for sure for me. No, hundred percent. How about you, Ethan? Oh gosh, um, that's tough. I like because like I like I like slasher films, but they're not my favorite type of horror by any means. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Scream is probably my favorite franchise. Yes, like like I think it's the best, most executed. I mean, consistent if, out of them. If we're talking like quality and like quality to quantity, like all together, like Scream so far is the best one. It's as it's. I like to say this. Maybe you'll know what I'm talking about, Matt. They're the lethal weapon of uh, slasher films. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> we're the same creative team throughout the first four, and they're just like consistently pretty solid. The third one's the weakest, which funny enough. But even then, the third one isn't bad. Yeah, right. And like the the acting is consistent across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the themes. I love the fact that they continuously poke fun at where they are in the series yes and like like to me it's the most grounded and most like like that's the most terrifying to me because at the end of the day like well ghostface is just a crazy person and several crazy people yeah um whereas like michael myers that likeliness of that happening is slim to none jason Voorhees very much slim to none <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah jason's oh, his Freddy. own thing man <laughs> Freddy Krueger, oh, same thing. Like, but then just again, the I feel fact like that... Freddy Krueger is probably a little less than slim to none. <laughs> the fact that you give him slim to none seems like you're giving it too much reality. Potential. Man, we don't know. We don't yep. know what goes on after after hours. Yeah, you, you ever you ever you ever had? Yep. You ever you ever heard about uh, <laughs> about where Wes Craven got the idea for it? No. It was oh, from, like, there's a, a new story, I think it was Indonesia? Yes, I think um, so, yeah. Where some guy was trying to not go to sleep because he was convinced that if uh, he went to sleep, he would die. That something in his dream was going to kill him. So he was, like, staying up late, drinking great. coffee, all this kind of stuff. And then didn't someone give him, like, sedatives to put him to sleep? No, he just finally he fell passed asleep, out. And then he die? He died he just in his died. sleep. Yeah, he died of a heart Bruh. attack in his sleep. Right? There you go. Well, like shit. Probably had... <laughs> from uh, sleep deprivation. <laughs> I mean, that could that could very well be. Uh, or it could be Freddy Krueger. Could be. Well, I mean, man, you ever had sleep paralysis before? That shit's scary. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not yeah. fun. But no, like, like for sure, like sleep paralysis. It, it's it's always interesting when you like get into like 
uh, these types of conversations. Cause like even sleep paralysis is obviously very, it's very much associated like in different cultures with like different like demons or spirits or whatever and stuff yeah. like that too. Right. And it just, yeah, it does make you wonder. It's like, uh, does the brain conjure some of these types of things? Or it's like, is there things out there in the night in like on where we cannot see on the other side of the veil yeah, that, man. uh, yeah. Can get you while you sleep. Interesting. Yeah, man. It's, Spooky it's fascinating, stuff. fascinating stuff. Well, and like, there's always the, um, there's a saying that people have where like every face that you see in a dream is somebody that you've seen in real life. So it's no, like, I want to say that's like scientifically proven. Yeah. Like you can't, your, your face cannot create faces that you haven't seen before. Interesting. Um, like your your brain your brain can't <laughs> wait did you just say yeah your face? i said your face you can't not... create faces <laughs> i caught on to your afterward i was like wait man face, you just say your, your face, face cannot create faces, create faces. <laughs> your your brain can't like, just that seems like a given man <laughs> your brain can't just construct faces from nothing mm-hmm. they have to all be based off of something that you someone you've seen wait so any like the hot chicks i've seen in dreams like just like hanging around like i've seen them before it's yeah, so, yeah, whether it's like, feel like a, a, passing, a passing moment in the mall <laughs> TV. or on TV, like every face you've ever oh, seen yeah, in I a guess dream, so, eh? which means if you've seen a shadowy figure in your dreams, means you probably saw them somewhere in real life. Well, no, because does a shadowy figure have a face? Sometimes they do. And how is it a shadowy figure? Well, there's like there's the hag entities, there's the uh, the shadow men, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but do they yeah, have Yeah, but if they, actually, if they actually exist outside of your head... Then, or do they? But do they have faces? That's my That's question. The question. Well, they, they, in some in some cases, people see faces. Others, it's just like two eyes and a and a mouth. Well, then that doesn't count. I mean, sometimes I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's a creepy thing that happens in reality. See, all my all my paralysis dream demons just look like Prosser. <laughs> God, that'd be terrifying. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> hey, Ethan, how For are real, you though, doing? Like, that's like one of the things I hope I never experience because I'm pretty sure I would just lose my shit. I'll be like, oh, it's not, uh, it's not fun. I can tell you that much. Um, it's not a good time. I've experienced it more than once. Not recently, which is good, but uh, it's not do a good you time. See stuff? Do you see faces? What do you see? Um, I've uh, <laughs> he hides under his blanket. This, and doesn't this is see the anything. Halloween episode. What do you see? It's time to scare everyone. Um, well, like I mean, I can uh, I can attest to one experience I had with sleep paralysis, which was super friggin' weird. Um, I like woke up from dreaming, and I was pretty sure like I was I felt myself slipping into sleep paralysis. So like I woke up, it felt like my eyes were open, but then like something like leaned over my bed. Like, I felt, like, weight on my bed. It was super weird. And then, like, a face, like, pressed right up against the covers because I had my head covered. And then there were, like, three, like, peck kisses on my cheek. And I, like, friggin' panic woke up and, like, went like this. Ah! And there was nothing there. But, like, that legit freaked me the hell out. Like, it was just a really weird experience. I'd be like, bro, why are you kissing me? One, yeah, like it's just is a really weird thing. That would like, be so weird. I don't know if it was like meant to be a threatening thing or what, because like this is also like shortly after my grandma had passed away too. So it's like, oh. 
So I don't know if it like it was it freaked me out, but then like thinking retrospectively, it's like was my brain manifesting something or like or was she really there? Oh my god, that's so, always the question. Yeah, like it's is weird it real or not. Yeah, yeah, dreams are weird, man. Which is why Freddy Krueger is so terrifying to bring it back. Um, <laughs> I mean, sometimes stuff like that happens. Sometimes you get turned into a cockroach. Um, sometimes, sometimes you're the, uh, the, the wizard master. Sometimes you're the wizard master. Um, you get turned into a pizza and then Frank Kruger eats your head as a meatball. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Some of those later movies, the, the, just, they get so well, weird. That's, that's what I appreciate about that franchise over some of the other ones is cause like the creativity, their creative kills in like Friday the 13th and, uh, Halloween that are still very human like they're still very reality based it's like well, what what can we use as a tool to kill mm-hmm. whereas with nightmare on elm street it's literally like so we can do literally anything anything yeah yeah so like let's just go crazy like man part three like the um like him like taking the like the tenants the tenants yeah, yeah and doing the, yeah. the puppet doing yeah. the marionette. I, you know, that the was dream. honestly just in my head just before yeah. you said it when you're thinking like Creative kills. I was thinking of Mar- that one too. Yeah, yeah like the, the marionette kill. One. Dream Warriors to me is a perfect Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Like yes, that right. one is. <laughs> Someone wants your attention. Nah, he's just driving his car in the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's uh, like it, it has a better ending than the original because, like, yeah, like the ending, like the ending of Nightmare on Elm Street, and I've discussed this before. The ending is really what stops it from being recognized on the same level as a lot of other classic horror films. Mm-hmm. It's because it needed a sting, like every other horror movie out there. Like if they gone for something a little more subtle in the ending. It, if you look compare it to like, um, so Halloween, the reason why that ending works is Michael just disappearing. And then it's just like the shots of like these dark places with him breathing, and it's super creepy. But like it's, it's an, subtle. It's an ending, but it's kind of open ended. Mm-hmm. If but Nightmare on Elm Street, it's like they went for uh, oh, it's it, ah, it's bright and daylight. She's going to school. Oh, the car looks like Freddy. That's super weird. Oh, there's the kids who are doing the jump rope. Like oh, and her mom gets pulled through the window. What? <laughs> what is happening? Well, it's, I yeah. think a lot of it. They were going again. They were going for that final sting, like uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Where you have or, or uh, carry or yeah, because uh, you, you mm-hmm. have that last moment or something jumps out and scares you. But it's like that's it's the one thing about Nightmare on Elm Street to me that's just just legitimately bad is the ending, and like it has a good ending, but then they had to throw that stinger on, and to me it's just like uh, okay, and then it it just yeah, I'm not I'm, yeah, it's the I, one I, thing where I'm like if you just picked one. If you picked a more subtle ending, it would have been fine. Like, other than that, like one and three are to me like perfect complementary pieces. I still love the second one. I know a lot of people don't, but the second one's still great. The second one is fun. Like it's just a, it's a. All things considered, it's not like, it's not like tr- like Dream Warriors is definitely more the like the traditional sequel, but like I appreciate them just like kind of doing a new character fighting against well, Friday. again they were following mm-hmm. the trope of the uh the slasher flick at that time which was a lot of friday the 13th was kind of like the yeah the groundwork for that where every movie was a different set of people there wasn't continuing characters no exactly um which takes me back to my answer of scream yes <laughs> where it's the same characters the entire time like it's yeah. and that's 
I, I love the fact that it's the same characters and you see this stuff kind of keep happening to them and them having to adapt and change. Mm-hmm. I love the fact like that a... the kills... <clears throat> What's up? I was going to say, that just sounds like just such a shitty life, man. That's, <laughs> like, but that's, and that's the could thing. Could you imagine just like, God damn it, again? Oh that's, my God. Honestly, yeah. that's a big part of it. It's like, it's like yeah. why does this keep happening? Yeah. Um, I like the fact that the kills are simplistic. The kills are... Again, it's more real. It's not over the top being like, oh, look at this. I took a uh, I took a sleeping bag and put you in it and beat you against a tree to kill you. Yeah, like, yeah. I killed you with a guitar. Like, no, it's literally, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to chase you down and stab you to death because, Stabby, hey. stabby. I and mean, like, like, when I think of, like, elaborate kills and scream, like, there's the garage door, which is, like, kind of elaborate, but that's, like, but then anytime I think about that, I just think of the version of scary movie, movie. scary <laughs> movie one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what popped into my head too. I was like, I can't even remember the original scream kill. I just think of the scary movie one. Right. This like, in my brain, it always becomes way too over the top, but it, it works. It works so well. And that's why I like that franchise at the end of the day, because again, like that to me is closer to like just any kind of serial killer mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. not really, and it's not over the top gory. It's not trying to like, I don't know. The story is kind of what takes precedence as opposed to the spectacle. Right. And that's probably why I'm drawn to that a bit more. One, like they get creative. Like, obviously it's like one of the big things is it explores tropes of that particular genre. And each one kind of has its own theme as to like, because the first one obviously is like, it's just the tropes of like horror and slasher films. The second one is like tropes of horror sequels the third one is like horror final, tro- chapters. final chapters. And then the fourth one is all about remakes and uh, kind of like more extreme cinema because of what was happening at the time. Like they all have their own like kind of themes of what they're about, which makes each one unique in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. So the scream is a fantastic answer. I, I really enjoy those movies too. Another one. It's not really, it's not a series, but uh my Bloody Valentine is another one I really enjoy because there's just there's the original and then the remake. And but it's Canadian. Yeah, the first one's Canadian. Um, they filmed it up in uh, Nova Scotia. Yes. And it's essentially oh, like yeah. and it, it's another like it's a holiday slasher like it is a Valentine's Day slasher and it takes place in the town of Valentine Bluff. And the main killer is like basically uh, is, the backstory is uh a bunch of miners were left like in the mine when their supervisors went to this like Valentine's day party mm-hmm. and an explosion happened and they were left there for like a week or two. And when they finally find them in the mine, there was one guy left and he ate the killed the others. <laughs> oh, bro. And the, uh, they, isn't it? And, uh, a year later he goes on a rampage and kills the supervisors that like left, left them, them down, down there. Yeah. yeah. And then it this then we flash forward like years later. And it's like has the killer come back or is yeah because he so, was locked up in an asylum, wasn't he? Yes, and they're like, oh my god, it's happening again. Like it's kind of like this uh, sins of the past thing going on. But like, mm-hmm. but it's like uh, the killer is just in like a mine, like a classic like mining costume with like the helmet, the headlight, the gas mask, and like it has like this Darth Vader breathing thing, and he uses a pickaxe primarily. But like 
it doesn't have the greatest acting on the planet. Like ev- everybody talks like they're Canadian. It's like, like we were watching it one <laughs> like year. Not and I'm even like, like, yeah, like from da- like down east, like coastal com- Canadian. Oh yeah, hundred well, like, percent. Everyone's yeah. got that accent going we're, on. We were watching it. It's like halfway through, and they're like everyone's partying too. So I like turn to like, are they drunk or are they Canadian? Like, what's, <laughs> what is this supposed to be? Yeah. Oh yeah, let's go take a look down at the mine over there, bud. Don't you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah, oh, buddy, don't you let's know? Do it. Let's go oh, down yeah. there. Take a You're look, so yeah. full of shit. <laughs> like, there's so many little like it, but like, there's a charm to like how they behave and everything, and like, yeah. and it's fun watching that because like my dad grew up in a town like that and i like to imagine that a lot of those he probably knew a lot of people who were exactly like that yeah so it's it's kind of fun in that way for me as well plus I'm genuinely surprised you've never gone as harry warden for halloween it'd be it'd be a fun costume awesome maybe i'll do that next year um but uh what's cool as well is they actually like because they shot in an actual mine mm-hmm. uh for like the end of the movie but because of the way their lights Basically, they couldn't use traditional film lights because, like, there's gas and shit in mines that could potentially ignite. So they actually had to figure out new ways of lighting in the mine to to avoid not blowing up. Yeah. So they actually had to get pretty creative with it. And it's also gory as hell. Like, for many years, it was, like, released, uh, like, a lot of the gore was cut out. And recently, they actually, like... They found it and, like, put it back in an uncut version of the movie, but it was still, like, super grainy and all that. And then recently, they were actually able to restore it fully, so now there's, like, a proper (laughs) uncut version of the film with, like, a 2K transfer. So it's slowly been restored back to its original form. (laughs) That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. And then the remake is hilarious because they shot it in 3D. And, like, it's the one that stars Jensen Ackles from Supernatural, like... It's uh came out in 2009 if I remember. But like it was shot in 3D and you couldn't really tell. Like there's so many just like random 3D gags and it was that it's loved coming. That. <laughs> yeah. I, like Friday the 13th part 3. One oh. of the reasons I love that movie cuz oh. you watch it without 3D and it's all like obviously like trying to I love that yeah. so much. Like there's so many just shots where it's like okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um Without, Get on with it. Yeah. So, like, it's... I would, like, if you haven't watched My Bloody Valentine, I would recommend it. It's a pretty solid slasher. Mm-hmm. Again, not the greatest acting on the planet, but there's a charm to the characters, in my opinion. So... Yeah. That's one I would recommend. <laughs> um... Yeah. No, and, like, uh... We hadn't really just, we mentioned it a bit, but like Friday the 13th is just another series. You want to talk about just pure nonsense and like not making logical sense timeline wise. You look at Friday the 13th and it makes sense timeline wise. If you don't like, if you view those first eight movies taking place within the span of like Wait, where does it get messed up? It gets messed up it around... Gets, it gets messed up after the fourth one, because, like... No, no, it gets messed up after the... Because... Seventh one, I think. No, the six... Between six and seven. No, not... Well, yeah, there too, mm-hmm. but, like, there's... So, like, you got the first one, which, is like, that's, like, 1980. Right. And, like, classic Pamela Voorhees killing people. Um, And then... Two, three, and four take place over, like, the same week... <laughs> But they're released, like, a year apart from each other. So, like, but they all take place in the same week. Isn't it the same day? 
No, like, well, because, like, the second one takes place on Friday the 13th, but then, like, the third one and fourth one follow up directly after each other. But, like, there's characters who are like, oh, my God, I hadn't heard about this Jason guy. It's like, he literally just finished a murder spree, like, two days ago. <laughs> and there's still people coming to different sections of Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, but think like, about it. Within a span of two days, would you have heard about that stuff? If I lived in that area, yes. They didn't, though. All unless they were vacationers. Like, unless... Not only just being vacationers, but if, like, the authorities didn't release any information, too, right? Because sometimes, like, they keep the public calm. They, like, keep shit I, under wraps until they get an idea. I suppose it. so. So, technically, they may not have even actually... They may not have found anything. I want to no, say it takes yeah. place within the same couple, like, the same couple days. Like, not the yeah, same like, week. Yeah, it's, like, it's like they're right after each other. So then, like, like, part four happens. Like, sorry, you were saying... I'm trying to remember three, because I want to say each one of those is a different night. Oh, yeah, they're different days for sure. Like, they take place over the course of a week. I don't think it's over the course of the week. I think it's over the course of three days. Like, I'll have to look this up, but, like, basically, like, they take place, like, almost immediately after each other. Because, like, Jason, like, wakes up after being killed in three, like, in the morgue. Like, they cut right to him going to the hospital. Then he wakes up in the hospital and gets back out. But then, fourth one, the final chapter, um, <laughs> Jason gets killed by uh, Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, he gets killed by Tommy Jarvis, and then it jumps ahead 10 or 13 years, and Tommy Jarvis is now an adult. And that's the one, part five is the one that doesn't have Jason in it. It's a, uh, it's or a cop- it. Or does it? It's a copycat killer. Mm. So like that's the one that doesn't have Jason in it, and and that one didn't do well for for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> so then the next one, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, Jason Lives, which takes place a couple years after that one. So now we've jumped ahead over a decade, but it's only been a couple years. So now technically Part Six takes place like in ninety five or something like that. Oh, <laughs> it, okay. No, 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 maybe. Like, I'm doing, like, rough estimates here, because, like, someone's actually done a timeline of it, but, like, we're we're jumping ahead in time here. So then part six happens. Jason gets brought back to life with a literal lightning bolt hitting him, and now he's zombie Jason. Um, That's actually one of the fun things about Friday the 13th as well. It's like, uh, J- yeah, J- Jason's character slowly builds over the course of the movies, because, like, in the second one, he doesn't even have the hockey mask yet. It's just, like, the bag over his head. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the, yeah, in the first couple, yeah, he doesn't even have the mask yet. Yeah. So, in the third one, he gets the hockey know. mask, and they're just like, oh, yeah, he just keep that. Um, In the fourth one, he gets, like, hit in the head with an, like, yeah, the third one, he gets hit in the head with an axe as well, and they've kept that axe mark throughout all of them. Um... He gets killed in four, brought back as a zombie. So the sixth one's when he's like the immortal Jason. Yeah. And like, it just keeps building over time. So then we have another time jump from part six to part seven. Because like where Jason ends up like going into the lake, there is a house there now, unless it's across the river. We're like, because that's the one with the telekinetic girl is part seven. When, like, it's basically Jason versus Carrie. Again, these movies get weird. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it get, these get weird. (laughs) They just start doing weird shit. 
But um, by the time you get to like listen, by the time you get to like six and seven and any kind of normal like, not even just slasher, but any yeah. kind of like films, you start like, going that's insane. When stuff gets weird. Look at Fast and the Furious, man. Once you get to like oh, six God. or seven, like they're just throw out the rule books, man. Like it doesn't I mean, how, matter. I mean, yeah, like if you think about it, Fast and Furious also brought, brought characters back from the dead, so like, you know, it yeah. makes sense. So apparently apparently the first Friday the thirteenth doesn't even actually take place on Friday the thirteenth. What? Because it's June thirteenth of nineteen seventy nine, which was a Wednesday. <laughs> it's just well, that's if they a, would have bumped it to July, then it would have been Friday the Thirteenth. So it's that's an oversight on the the filmmaker. That seems like a really lame oversight, though. <laughs> that's a, that's you a, really a, thought someone would have done it, half the research for that. But well, okay. because Jason's birthday is just like the thirteenth of uh, June, I'm pretty sure. Ah, and then eighty four, they got it right for Friday Thirteenth Part Two, because mm-hmm. uh, Friday Thirteenth actually happened on the Friday, so yeah. that works. Um, let me see. Okay, so I got Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Friday kills people. Friday kills people. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Gotta get down on. I love Friday. It when the days of the week just start murdering people. It's a good time. And then Saturday, uh, or Saturday the Fourteenth is when Friday the Thirteenth Part Four or Three happens. Mm-hmm. And then final chapter happens on. The 16th. Yeah, so like literally like that all happens within a week. So yeah, Thursday to... It happens Friday to... Uh, Monday the following week. Oh, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday. Yeah, no, it actually... You're right. Yeah, right? It, ha- it basically like... It basically happens all the way through... Yeah, to Wednesday. Like from, Jason, Jason just Friday to a, Wednesday. A good chunk of Jason's body count all happens within a week. <laughs> like, um, um, new beginning. <laughs> if so you're the, the cops one? there, you gotta just be like, "What in the Sam Hill? It's got a <laughs> He's death going curse. on. <laughs> it's got a death curse. Well, guys, it's got a death curse. I don't know what we can do about this. <laughs> like, uh, I'd be like, "Okay, everyone, we're all just gonna leave. Okay, like, forget yep. it." <laughs> uh, new oh, beginning. Uh, New Beginning takes place in 1989. But that's the thing, like... Uh, Jason Lives takes place in 1990. So you weren't far off. Yeah. Wait, um, wait, f- five and six are a year apart? Yep. So he just got out of the... Yeah, that's the, that's the whole po- oh, plot God. of it. No, you know this. You've watched it. The whole point and why her... He escaped from the thing. He, he escaped from prison or from the mental asylum, and that's why the sheriff's... The sheriff... Doesn't like, trust oh, that, him. Oh, that Tommy Jarvis, he's a crazy kid. Yeah, he's like, no, yeah, like, he's a criminal. We gotta lock him up. That's why he gets put in prison. That's mm-hmm. why he gets put in the jail cell and everything. That's why yep. she's gotta spring him out. Yep, Tommy Did Jarvis. Did you watch the movie? Oh, I've watched it so many times. But, like... He's watched it so many times, but, Matt. Yeah, Tommy Jarvis, the only character that's consistently been in three movies aside from Jason. And then... Um, 93, nope, uh, then 1997 is technically when New Blood happens. Yes, because <laughs> of the time jump there. Then 98 mm. is when, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan happens. Oh, okay, so 98, so yes, the two towers would have still been up. Did I miss a section of the conversation when I was looking stuff up? Well, because I've always said, like, the way that the time jumps work, like, because you see Manhattan in Jason Takes Manhattan, for five minutes, but the rest of the movie's on a boat. Um, 
But you see, so he doesn't really take Manhattan. No, he takes Vancouver, and then he's in Times Square for two minutes, and then, uh, <laughs> and then he's on a boat. He's most yeah, it's mostly just a boat and on then the way he there. Gets, he gets oh boy, hit, he gets hit by New York water and, and turns into a child. Yeah, like the toxic New York waste water <laughs> turns him into a child, returns him to his pure Jason form. Yeah, Jason takes Manhattan is bad. So then there's <laughs> Jason goes to hell. <laughs> Uh, the final Friday. Yes, Jason goes to hell the final Friday. So th- we've ended the series twice now. That's <laughs> yeah, the final one. Psych! Again! <laughs> uh, Freddy versus Jason happens the same year. Classic. Yeah. Actually, that's a pretty seamless... That's a pretty seamless uh, transition. Yeah, because he Jason goes to hell and then Freddy gets him out of it a year later. Yep, and then uh, 2008 is Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yep. Uh, Which is just a comic book, but should have been a movie. Reboots its own thing. And And then then Jason X, I want to say Jason X takes place in like... 2010. And then jumps ahead into the future. Yeah. Uh, That movie is... 2455. (laughs) That takes place... That's further than Alien Resurrection in the future. Oh, man. Man, technology has not been kind. So the the point is, Friday the 13th is messed up timeline-wise. Well, like, and so, like, The point is, don't make ten movies No, so that's the thing. So me and Prosser... Was Trent part of the pitch, too, or was it me and you? I think it was just us. I think Trent was there. Yeah, Trent was... He might have contributed. We were talking about... We were talking about, like, the, the logical step for Friday the 13th isn't a reboot series, but to pick up after, um... After 10, after Jason X. Mm-hmm. And he's launched into space at the end of Jason X. We're just going to say that that's what happens. Yep. He gets launched into space and gets sucked into a wormhole. And then gets launched through time. And it's like a miniseries <laughs> of like 10, no, 13, it should be 13 episodes. Yeah, 13 right? episodes. 13 episodes. And each one is Jason in a different time. <laughs> in a different time period, killing people. Just like murdered people. So you get- And then where it ends is it ends with him getting sucked back through a wormhole and then that bolt of lightning that resurrects him at six is just him going him back going into his back body in, yeah and then you have a cycle yep and it ties it all up um but yeah we had like jason in the roman coliseum yeah jason as a gladiator would be great jason fighting dinosaurs yep we got <laughs> yep. jason oh, in prohibition shit. era yep jason prohibition jason in world war Two. yeah like, like <laughs> jason killing nazis would be amazing yep yeah. 100%. You know what also would be a great way to end that is like have Jason come back and get murdered by past Jason. Like the only person who can kill Jason is Jason. Actually, I'm pretty sure the one, one of the crossover. I episode. think there is actually a comic book where uh, Jason, uh, like Jason X fights regular Jason. I don't know how that ends up happening. Well, like, okay, regular Jason or zombie Jason? Like, I think, oh yeah, zombie Jason. Like, basically it's like part like, essentially, like, part eight, part nine, that era Jason I feel fights like, Jason X. Well, no, because part nine Jason is zo- is not zombie Jason. That's, it's it's sluggy. That's, yeah, that's weird possessive oh, yeah. Jason. In part oh, nine. Oh, yeah, he's not. <laughs> he, like, he gets blown up in the first, like, five minutes. But he's a spirit yeah, that like, can possess people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, like, yeah, he gets, like, he goes at other people and then they start killing people as Jason. And also, that is the movie that establishes that the Necronomicon from the Evil Dead movies is in the Voorhees house, which is it's, how it connects into Ash, like Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Versus Ash. Yeah. It's so weird. 
I mean, the Freddy Krueger glove is also in the cabin in uh, Evil, Evil Dead. In Evil Dead, so there's there's references all over the place. Yeah, uh, Wes Craven referenced Evil Dead in one of his movies. In- yeah, like in the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, they're watching Evil Dead on the TV. So, um, so it's all it's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. Did um the did real I, cinematic universe? Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know why Freddy versus Jason versus Ash like that movie didn't happen. Because it was going to happen. It got really close to happening. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and Rob Tapper were on board and they were talking about making it happen. But then they said, okay, we'll do it. But Ash has to win because, you know, he's a hero. So obviously he would They're win. They're villains, yeah. And then the New Line Cinema guys were like, no, we just had Freddy get killed. We can't have him get killed. And Jason can't get killed either. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> This is what you're hung up about? <laughs> we can't have a clear winner. We we can't have these characters who have been killed in every single one of their installments. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are come, people who just keep coming back again and again and again. So what's like, the deal with them dying? It doesn't yeah, matter. Like, it's like, bring it, them back. Like, it's like, yeah, like they were down to do it, but Ash had to win, which makes perfect sense because he's a hero. And they're like, no, that can't happen. It's going to make them look like weak. And it's like, they literally died all their movies, man. Like, apparently Robert England, like, because he wasn't in the room, but he heard about it. And he's like, I wish I was in the room to say, Bob, you brought me back with dog piss in one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could bring him back after Ash kills him. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just it makes me mad that that wasn't a movie because it would have been so awesome. But uh, like, they always get hung up on stupid things, eh? Like great ideas always uh, get no. stopped by Kay. stupid reasons. But here's here. So I I have a theory and I'm curious about it and I wonder if you agree if this could happen. I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers owns two of those three franchises now. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure who owns anything. I'm not sure because uh, New Line Cinema owned both, and Warner Brothers owns New Line Cinema. Yes. Well, Although, I, I guess Friday the 13th now is just kind of like... Yeah, Friday the 13th's in limbo now. Like, it's not really... Do you think that if Warner Brothers pulled up their socks and actually thought about it, they could make an animated Jason vs. Freddy vs. Ash? Oh, 100%. That, uh, is, that would be pretty cool. In the same, in the that, same style as, like, the Mortal Kombat yes, ones they've been doing? That's 100% what I've been saying they should do. Because, like, like, Robert England could play Freddy in that, because he could just voice him. Bruce Campbell probably wouldn't play Ash live action again, but he would probably voice him. And like Jason, you don't need a fucking voice for it. It's whatever. But you could totally do an animated adaptation of that, and it would be so dope. It would be great. It would be amazing. Yeah, you get make it as gory as you want, like, because it's animated. Like, it just go for broke. Yeah. Like, that, that's what they should do. <laughs> Will they do it? I don't know. But it would be awesome. So. Um, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Do you guys consider, like, so this is a weird one for me, because I've never considered this, but I know for some reason people do. Mm-hmm. Do you guys consider Hellraiser to be a slasher film at all? Not really. Not really. Like, but, like, Pinhead's always considered with those slasher villains. Anytime, well, he, and like, like, he's considered in, like, the pantheon of, like, those horror icon characters. Like, the, like the reason, Cenobites are their own in, thing. Yeah. But, but they're people, not... for some reason, I always hear people talk about, like, They'll talk about, like, in the versus thing. They'll be like, oh, yeah, Freddy versus Jason versus Michael Myers versus Leatherface versus Pinhead. And it's like, why is Pinhead there? Well, it's like, like yeah, that's like a totally different. Well, because, again, what I what like I want to in his own little like 
Cenobite universe or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, like and I they mean, have to be summoned and they just like come to like their motivations are totally different. Like it's not Yeah. Like, 100%. Like um that's such a weird series, man. It's not my favorite by any means. It's just like another another strange. series that another series that went to space after so many installments. Yeah, of yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yep. Leprechaun yeah. went to space. Um, <laughs> Chucky never went to space, which is kind of surprising, but um, he did get to, married though. He did and had a baby. Yeah. Yep. Pretty a good gen- for a doll. Yeah. Yep. A gender fluid baby. Yep. <laughs> pretty progressive. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very, very progressive for a serial killer. <laughs> uh, um, okay, what about this? What about this? What about what about death in Final Fantasy series? You mean Final Destination? Final Destination. Final Fantasy! Fantasy. Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I I'm pretty sure... I was thinking about that. I don't even play Final Fantasy. I don't even I was just saying, I like, I don't remember death in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, there's a final destination. I don't know what. Like they always like I'll I don't know. It's the final thing, I guess. I'll see you soon. Like good old Tony Todd, um, who who played Candyman, Candy another another slasher. Slasher, yeah. Um, but no, like I wouldn't say because that's like <clears throat> in Final Destination, it's like an entity that is like as like that was just establishing the order in which things are supposed to happen. So like but so, is okay, murdering so, people. So would you say, and this is going to get a little weird, Death, Hellraiser, and Candyman wouldn't fit under that. They'd fall, they'd fall under entities as opposed to falling under slashers. Well, like... But then, so wouldn't Freddy Krueger well, that's fall the thing, under an like, entity? Like, it gets complicated, because, like, I would say Candyman... Where's the line? Candyman's more of a slasher than those two. But, no, but Candyman haunts specific people. Like, it is more of a ghost... Like, it is more of a ghost. Like, Freddy actively, like, goes on murdering people, whereas, like... Yeah, and I don't think he discriminates. Like, he'll just go for anybody. Oh, 100%. Like, there's... It starts with the kids on Elm Street as revenge, but then as the series progresses, it's like, there is an Elm Street in every town. Every town has an Elm Street. He'll just Ah, kill everybody, right? Now I'm playing with power. Yeah, like, Um, and that's what I mean, whereas, like, if you look at Hellraiser, Death, um, and Candyman, they all are specifically, like, have to be summoned... They have to be basically they're almost kind of they're forces of nature more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yes, Candyman was, you know, wronged in his vengeful spirit, technically. Yeah. But also he's basically getting revenge when any someone summons him. Yeah. Whereas like Hellraiser, they're managing hell and death is just restoring order. Mm-hmm. Like to a degree, yeah, because like because Candyman definitely like a lot of people put him in the slasher category because like is well he's like he's iconic and he's got that hook and everything so like he does yeah. slash people but, but at the end of the day he literally slashes people yeah. yes but at the end of the day you had to summon candy man so it's kind of your fault if you get murdered by him <laughs> it's like your your dumbass said candy man five times in the mirror so well what? and that's kind of that's kind of the same thing with hellraiser too right like pinhead it's like you got to do that a little you you did you did the rubik's cube you did the and puzzle you, man <laughs> Like, yeah, like uh, that's that's on you, man. <laughs> like now you're effed. And like at least with um like with death in uh, Final Destination, it's like literally it's just it's a force that's trying to restore the order of the universe. And like I don't know if they explore this much because like I've only really seen the first couple, but there's a really neat idea in Final Destination where it's like 
if you were supposed to die and you like kind of knew like the order which death is supposed to kill people like if you're like say like it's like a grocery line and it's like the person's <laughs> supposed the person who's supposed to die is over here yeah. and you're over here like four people down the line technically you can't die until these people do so you could basically get away with doing anything you wanted to do without dying and like I don't know if they did anything with that, but that's a really neat concept where it's like this established order that has to happen. So therefore, if you know when you're supposed to, like the order which you're supposed to die, you could literally do anything you wanted and you couldn't die until death says so. Right. Like, and I don't know if they do anything with that, but they should because it's a cool concept. <laughs> well, yeah, didn't death. I'm trying to remember. I've been seeing those movies for a heck of a long time. Right. Most I know, the most I know about the Final Destination is Tony Todd saying, I'll see you soon. (laughs) It's like, so good. Because it's Tony Todd. Yeah, Um, Tony Todd, man. So awesome. Um, Yeah, I know. Like, that's one I do want to explore at some point. Like, I'll just go through and watch them all. From what I gather, like, some of the later ones are crap, and then they kind of bring it home with the last one. Well, like Saw in that case. Actually, yeah, I guess that's another one. Would you say that uh, Jigsaw falls into the slasher category or is it just like he's just torturing fools i mean i don't know yeah no i probably wouldn't call it a slasher i feel like i think we kind of narrowed down the slasher thing like just talking about it like at the end of the day a slasher slashes people yeah at the end of the day right like that's why you got freddy krueger he's got the claws like if he didn't have the claws and he just did other things it's like would he still be considered a slasher or would he just be considered you know some other part of the horror universe or whatever uh, under a different name. Um, Cause like, yeah, like you said, Candyman, like he's got the hook. It's like, uh, he slashes people. <laughs> it's literally in the name. Yeah. So I feel like that's gotta be a part of it. Yeah. It's literally like Jigsaw, to me specifically, like I don't, I don't consider him as a slasher character. Yeah. The character himself isn't doing anything. He's laying the traps Yeah. and the letting people you. either kill themselves or, you know, uh, do 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 something terrible to themselves to get out of the trap, right? Yeah. Like, well, like, like some some of those, some of those were just like, yeah, the key is behind your eye, and it's like, okay, but how? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, bruh. It's like, excuse me, I did, sure, why not? Why? I don't care. Um, those definitely, those definitely, like, while they're like also like kind of tortured, they're definitely there's that whole uh, psychological element to like that yeah. whole uh, series as well. Like, it is. Uh, it's uh it's yeah that saw series is something that was yeah. a bit that was a big deal when that first one came out though oh yeah the i remember first that one... like everyone was talking about like, oh so it's like the biggest thing and then i saw it and i was like okay i don't get it but yeah like i was i was younger then but yeah like the first still. one's like legitimately a pretty solid movie like it's like it's like a really good episode of criminal minds yeah but it wasn't like yeah super like horry like after that they got into like the crazy they started again expanding oh, yeah. their ways of uh, torture. Just start getting super elaborate with and it traps, and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Have you have you seen Spiral? No, I haven't seen it yet. The newest one with Chris Rock. No, I was thinking about seeing it because the trailers look good, and then I saw the reviews, and I was like, like oh, oh boy, not. that that movie. It's 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 so like it just has a lot of it has a lot of tone problems. I'll say because mm-hmm. like. 
it's like they try to do like the saw thing like it's like oh it's a copycat killer it's just it's not jigsaw it's a new guy who's doing the killing it's like they're trying to like put it in the same universe basically yeah but but like then like chris rock just like has all this like comedy dialogue in it that just feels tonally out of nowhere (laughs) and then like they've got samuel jackson in it and like he's being samuel jackson and it's like I don't know. It's it's hard for me to like really, and, and then the ending is just not great. Like they just completely lose the plot, and it gets super ridiculous. Like I like they're they're trying that. to they're trying to say something about like uh like the police and like corruption and things like that with it, and it's like okay, cool, but like dude, dude the dude's still murdering folks. Like it's still you're still doing crimes, man. <laughs> like at the end of the day. I always find those movies that like really go out of their way to like make a point, like often don't make the point they're trying to make or get lost in their messaging or whatever. Like, no, exactly. It's, it's like good to have like themes and ideas that are good at the core of your story. But if you're like, I'm going to build a story around this one specific point. Like if mm. you start with like your point that you want to make and then build your story around it, like I just feel like it always gets really messy. No, Instead exactly. Of like, that, like, like the theme and the idea of it being kind of the, not necessarily building it specifically to say that, but like kind of letting the story like generate, you know, no, naturally no, exactly. come up with those things as well. But yeah, it's just and, my own thought. And that's and that's a lot of like what happened like with Spiral. In my opinion, is it just like it? It just was so. It was just so <laughs> up its own ass, in a lot of ways, and then like. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, you you saw it, Ethan. Like <laughs> you just laughed. Uh, <laughs> it is one of the funniest movies I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like the it has such a tone problem. <laughs> I just can't even help it. He's just dying. <laughs> but holding in laughter. It was like super predictable, which isn't bad. But then the acting was not great. Oh, and, and the, the story made no sense. Oh yeah, well, and the, the uh, casting made no sense. Oh yeah, the, like oh yeah, there's flashbacks, and they like they give Samuel Jackson a mustache to establish that he's younger, and then also put Chris Rock in a backwards baseball cap while in police <laughs> uniform, full police uniform, and, but a backwards baseball cap, and the like, establish he's younger. <laughs> this and, is and his the, younger what, version. With the, and the lady, they they put her hair in a ponytail. No, they gave her fake, terrible fake bangs. Oh right, I, it's like, yeah, just really like. Oh, and then the uh, the jigsaw killer, like the copycat killer, sounds like Doctor Evil, which also doesn't help. Oh boy, like it's just yeah, I would not recommend Spiral. I mean, I would the, actually no, uh, I would recommend no. it because it's fucking unintentionally funny at my times. favorite i'm assuming no one cares about spoilers for spiral at all spoiler warning do you, yep. do you matt do you care at all no i don't the killer no. goes to the extent of tattooing a homeless guy with the same tattoo that he has to make the homeless guy look like it's his body <laughs> to like be like oh man i guess i'm dead oh look you can identify because the tattoo and it's like you know what you know what movie? No, this is stupid. You should have you should have gone farther, and you should have just had him like either cut off the tattoo and like plant it somewhere, or like he cut off his own arm. That's how messed yeah. up this guy is. Mm. But no, been- it's like no. I hired a tattoo artist to tattoo this professional thing on this homeless guy. 
Yeah. So so dumb. Like man, like no, it was it was so just laughably. a lot of effort, but not crazy enough. You no, know, it was, like, it was laughably high funny. in effort, but like not. It got recommended to me by by one of my friends, and she's like, "You need to go home and watch this right now." And I'm like, "Okay." And so I made Prosser and Trent watch it with me, and it was like one of the best worst experiences I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it was an experience to say the least. Um, yeah. Trying to think if there's any we haven't really covered. Did we touch Child's Play? Uh, well, we talked a little bit about Chucky, like some of the later installments, how weird they get. That one's unique just because, like, it's a very different, like, thing with the killer where he's trapped inside of a toy. The first three, to me, the first three are, like, solid. Yeah. I love those first three. Bride of Chucky, I need to watch. I still don't think I've actually seen that one. Um, and then the rest are just, yeah. Like, I tried watching some of the newer installments. I never saw the the remake, but from what I've heard, it's yeah, me neither. It's basically not child's play. It's literally they just took the title, threw it on there, and like it, like if it was an episode of Black Mirror, it would be okay. But like, yeah, as a child's play movie, it's not, not, not too good. Oh yeah. Um, did you discuss Behind the Mask? Oh no, we haven't discussed Behind the Mask yet. So Have you there... ever heard of this movie, Matt? No. So it's behind the mask, the Leslie Vernon story. And basically the premise of it is that it's a mockumentary of uh, up and coming slasher serial killer in a world where like Michael, Jason, Freddie and all those guys exist in the same universe. Oh, OK. And so it's basically this film crew is following around this guy learning about how to be a slasher and a serial killer. <laughs> oh my God. Like it basically setting up his first big killing spree and all this stuff. Yeah. And they even like, they'll, they have dialogue where they talk about, uh, how important cardio is. Cause it's like, well, you got, you got your victims. They're running their asses off and you, you got to walk it. But you have to still catch up with them. You got to make it look like you're just walking. You got to make it look like you're just there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like cardio is super important. It's like, like, you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, that's fair. It's a really fun one. It came out like I think in the mid two thousands. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Interesting. Yeah, definitely recommend it. A very behind very unique mask. take. Yeah, behind the mask. Definitely one that would like if you if you enjoy the slasher genre and you just want a like a fun original take on it, that one is a good one. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, hmm. talked a bit about. Yeah, we didn't really touch on Leatherface at all, but like that that series, there's like one really good movie and then the sequel's fun and the rest are just like mixed bags. Well, it's, again, you can only tell the same story so many times and yes. there's not really anything. The, the problem, and that's where like Friday the 13th worked for some reason, but Leatherface didn't, is, um, uh, crap, my brain. Ah, okay, hold on. <laughs> so both of them are silent killers. Yep. Friday the 13th, they didn't limit Jason to, like, one shtick. Yes. Where he's like, I will only use this machete. Like, he would use anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas, like, with Leatherface, the chainsaw was so synonymous with... Well, I mean, it's the title. It's in the goddamn title. Like... Right? Yeah. He used other things to kill, but, like, at the end of the day, basically how... And how scary can it be when, like, you're trying to kill people with a chainsaw? There's not exactly a stealth element with that. No. 
right? Dude, yeah, you can't just show up. Yeah, you, you can't really sneak up on people with a chainsaw. And they, they were also pigeonholed with the whole redneck vibe, too. Like, yeah. Honest, honestly, uh... Yeah, just a gun. But honestly, like, it's like... That's the series that Rob Zombie should have rebooted, is... Uh, is Texas, for, is Texas Chainsaw. But then again, like, it, he'd basically just be remaking uh, his, uh, like, the, the Hillbilly ones they did, like, with uh, Devil's Reject and all that. Like, those, those essentially are his take on that idea because it's, like, it's, like, the messed up family unit. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But, uh, but at the end of the day, like, like the, the first one is just, like, it's, it's one of those classic horror films. And the second one, Toby Hooper just said, you know what, I'm just going to make, I can't really follow it up with another serious take, so I'm just going to make a horror comedy. Like, the second one is ridiculous uh, with some of its characters and just, like, the tone. Like, complete departure from the first one. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third one, the third one has one of my favorite teaser posters of all time. <laughs> or, not teaser posters, teaser trailers. Because it's like, it's like a man standing at the foot of a lake. It's like, say of this like Excalibur type thing where it's like the, the lady of the lake. And then suddenly a giant chainsaw comes out of the lake and flies towards the guy and he turns around and it's Leatherface. <laughs> Jesus. It's like this big silver chainsaw comes out of the lake. It's like every... <laughs> It's like the the legend continues. It's fucking Leatherface with a giant chainsaw coming out of like like it's, it's legitimately one of my favorite teaser trailers of all time because it's just ridiculous. Um, and I will say like the remake is actually one of the better remakes in my opinion. I like that you just skipped over the next generation. No, we don't need to talk about next generation. But Matthew it's just, McConaughey. It's just it's bad. No, no, the movie was Ma all right, all right, all right. It was all right. <laughs> Matthew all McConaughey right, doesn't right, even want right. like Matthew McConaughey and was it Nicole Kidman? Who was it? The the I have no idea. I can't remember. But like basically both of them were convinced that movie was not coming out. And then it wasn't gonna come out. And then they kind of became a bit bigger stars. And then they're like, okay, we can release this now and make some money. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like they actively tried to make it not come out, and then yeah. it got released anyway. It was, uh, that, that movie's bad. But the remake's not terrible. Like, especially, like, honestly, it has, like, Arlie Ermey, like, the uh, the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. He's, mm -hmm. like, uh, he's kind of, like, the 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 dad character in uh, that one. And he's honestly scarier than Leatherface is. Like, they do a really good job making him, like, terrifying in it. Um, so I'd say the remake is also worth watching in that mm -hmm. regard. It doesn't, like, it's not, like, that classic horror film that the first one is but like as far as remakes are concerned it's definitely one of the better ones yeah so only get and the same guy did the friday the 13th remake actually same director oh, it was the same producer it was the same as michael bay's production company yep mm. Ooh. and again the uh mm. the friday the friday the 13th remake works because it's just another friday the 13th movie it's the first three rolled into one yeah they just they're just like yeah if it ain't broke don't fix it. it's jason murdering people what do you want <laughs> like just, what more like and that was my point at the beginning of this whole thing what more do you need <laughs> yeah like just it's a slicker version of those of the old friday the 13th movies yeah it doesn't try to be anything else and that's fine it's yep. just it's just another friday the 13th movie it knows it's, what it wants to be 
It's focused and it just does it. Which is why, like, it's probably the best of the slasher remakes because it just is unapologetically Friday the 13th. It's it's fine. (laughs) So So then... All right. Question of the daytime, gentlemen. (laughs) Who's got a question of the day? Mm. That's a good question. That should be the question of the day. I think think it should be Prosser because he, uh, you know, it's his first official... All right. It's a baby, Shay. I, I, it's a baby. Um, well, since we are recording this on Halloween, I think the, the only appropriate question would be, since it's Halloween, what movie are you guys going to watch? What are some of your favorite movies to watch on Halloween? So that's um, like a loaded question. That's several movies. You're like... That's why I it's like, like yeah, it's, that's why yeah. that's why like some of your favorite movies. I'm not asking for all of your movies. Why don't you just why don't you narrow it down to just like what is your your Halloween must watch? What is, you have to watch is, it every okay, year. Okay, fine. What is the movie that you must watch on Halloween? I have listen. I have no must watches anymore on <laughs> Halloween because none of my family wants anything to do with that. Oh, and if I want to watch scary movies, I got to stay up really late. And not that I'm scared. I'm just old and get tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. that's the problem i have to like out stay awake everybody and then stay awake for a whole movie which sometimes right. is a bit much especially when you have to look after a kid in the morning it's just yeah sometimes it's a bit much um but traditionally traditionally uh my favorite horror my favorite halloween movies were the paranormal activity movies like i oh, just okay. i would i would watch the, for sure the first one second one the second one i was so so on i really like the third one and then I can't remember. I don't even think I've watched past that. <laughs> like, and there's like a new one coming out now too. I think, or just came out the other day, actually. Yeah, um, I heard like it's either yeah, it's either coming out or it just uh, came out. I think it just came out. I think it was the 29th on okay. Friday. Um, what the hell was that one? Paranormal Activity something. Because yeah, the last one was the Mark next of one? kin. No. Next oh, of kin. I think okay. that's what it's called. Mark one was, I want to say Ghost Dimension, I think, was the last one. Oh, the ghost. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 but, I mean, for me, like, in Halloween, like, when I was uh, living with my buddy Chris and Ethan, not this Ethan, different Ethan, but when we're, when I was bacheloring it, uh, in the bachelor pad, like, we just, we'd go see the Paranormal Activity movies every year when they came out in theaters, because they always came out at Halloween. So that yeah. <laughs> that was a fun, like, probably, you know, three, good three, so, three or four solid years. And then we'd watch them, like, when we were at home and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, those were always super creepy. And okay. you got, you like, you got to take it out of your head, right? The fact that it's, like, this isn't a real thing that's happening. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know this isn't a real thing that's happening right now. But it's, like, you just got to invest in movies, man. Just have fun watching them. Get involved in it. And yep. those paranormal activity movies can be very, very creepy, especially yep. that like that first one with standout, man. I was like, oh, yeah, Bruh. It, it's a it's a solid example of like just being able to do a lot with not much like it's yeah, super it's just, simple. just doing a lot with a, with just pretty much like, yeah, uh, blue screening or whatever that guy. Right. Like just cutting him out, digitally removing the actual mm-hmm. person. But yeah, like because it's not like there was a huge budget there. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, it's just like you want to talk about like micro budget movies like that one. Just simple idea executed very well and just came out at the right time. So, yeah. 
you know, I'd agree with that. I've only ever seen the first one, but like, uh, yeah, they're fun though. Okay. They're fun. So that, that would be my thing. Like if you're, if you want to watch Halloween, like, and you want something that's kind it's not, they're not really funny. Sometimes they can be funny. If you make funny comments, <laughs> unintentionally. So yeah, that's what I would do. Like in the theater, I would just like make comments and stuff. Just, it would just like help ease the tension a bit. Cause they're very high tension films that's where oh, they yeah. really uh that's where they really um excel is like the level of tension they create it's not even necessarily what you're seeing or what's happening but it's the tension of what's going to happen because you're just yeah. sitting there looking at empty room and then you hear the bass come in and you know something's gonna happen but it's always mm-hmm. like that what's gonna happen like they're just great at creating that tension oh yeah uh, which yeah which is a uh, fantastic but yeah no if you're looking for a great horror movie uh something to scare you a little bit and uh make sleeping a little bit more tough tonight uh, paranormal activity okay yeah i could dig that ethan how about you it's always it's uh, it's uh, the great uh, the great pumpkin charlie brown Ah, uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just like horror movies ethan's like charlie brown baby Woo. That's it. It's, it's a Halloween movie, and it's. I'm it's, not saying yeah, it's opinion. not. Yeah, no, it's very. It's Halloween, a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. You could it's watch classic. it with your family. You could you could actually have fun, man. It's a classic. Yeah, and it's just something I don't know why I've always watched it every year. I always liked. I like to quote it too. In fact, actually, this year for Halloween with the candy, I'm gonna be yeah. printing off a bunch of pictures of uh, Wayne Johnson and taping it to the candy <laughs> to hand up to kids, so every kid gets a rock. The rock. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I'm handing out rocks <laughs> this year. <laughs> I got a rock. Excellent. No, it's that's delightful. And what about you, you simple man? Well, like it's a more Oh, it's Halloween, isn't it? I mean, like I do watch Halloween <laughs> on Halloween, of course. Like it's one of my it's one of my favorite horror movies. Like it's just like it's like that is the theme song for an entire holiday, is that Halloween theme, you know? Yeah. It's like it's like between that and uh, friggin' Nightmare Before Christmas, like that song, or like the two most synonymous Halloween songs. But for me, like the movie I try to watch every single year because it's it is it might not be like it might not be Halloween, like the series Halloween, but it is a, it is a more Halloween movie than any other movie, and that would be Trick or Treat. Yeah, it like it's an anthology all taking place on the same night in this town. And like Halloween is just like the, the atmosphere of Halloween, the soundtrack, the visuals, all the different vignettes. They all feel like these little like story, like bite-sized stories that all kind of connect together. And it just, it's just a fun movie to watch every year and gets you in the Halloween spirit. Yeah. Like, like it's just, one of the like is like the most like it probably is the most Halloween in it of any movie that I've ever seen. Just because like, you got the jack o' lanterns, you got monsters, you got ghosts, you've got the literal like spirit of Halloween as one of the characters in the film, like right. that little little Sam. Um, and it's just it's just a really solid movie. I try to watch it every year and it's kind of just become like one of my favorite movies overall. It's like, mm-hmm. like I watch, <coughs> pardon me. 
I watched that one on Halloween, and I have the same director. I watched Krampus on Christmas. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Just, Krampus, that's solid, yeah. Yep. Like those movies, like they feel like they exist in the same universe and but just very different holidays. And it's just like they're just they got a fun tone to them and I they feel like the holidays. So yeah, that's definitely up there for me. Hundred percent. Yeah, and of course Halloween three because you got to be ready for the big giveaway at eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. Watch Halloween three. It's great. You'll 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 dig it. I hope. All right. And that's it, see? All right, everybody. That's it so for the podcast, see? That's it for the podcast, see? That was all about our favorite scary movies. <laughs> Shut up, you two. I'm having fun. <laughs> what are you guys being grumps and no not having fun? No one's judging you. No, you, I'm being you, the cigar guy, see? I see it in the your eyes. Guy. And I see it in your smile. Happy Halloween, bitch. Wow, wow. That kind of language. Canceled. You're canceled. Oh, no. Canceled. My, my first episode as a regular, and I've been canceled. <laughs> Never to be a regular again. Womp womp. All right, Matt. You're canceled, people, hey. Matt, where can the good people find you? You can find me at uh, GamingNightRadio.com. Go check out my podcast, other podcasts other than this one. Um, I haven't been an absentee dad for that one because it's just me, so it's a lot easier to coordinate with myself. <laughs> As it were. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, yeah, we just talk about uh, video games, the best and worst, and uh, just try to also, um, uh, you know, uh, share some of the voices from different people in the community and get different thoughts on games and just discuss the things we love and the things that piss us off because every once in a while there's... Stupid shit that pisses us off. So go check that out. You can also find Gaming Night Radio on any of your uh, podcast app platforms. So go check nice. that one out. Fun time. Alrighty. What about you, Mr. Prosser? You can find me on Instagram at thatjprosser. I haven't posted anything in a while, but go ahead and check out my older stuff. Um, you can find my YouTube channel at Jesse Prosser. Uh, on youtube as you can find my youtube channel on youtube how about that um that sounds pretty and, solid that makes sense shocking. actually yeah, that tracks right um and then you find ethan and i's feature film damned rights on realhouse.org give it a buy give it a rental give it a watch and see what you think and ethan where can Ooh. the good people find you you can find me on instagram at ethan r hill you can find me on uh, YouTube at Ethan R. Hill, and you can find our film where Prosser said, um, and that is that is where you can find me. Sweet deal. All right, well, that's another episode of Feast of Films. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. I'm Ethan Happy R. Halloween, Hill. Hey. As always is Jesse Prosser and Matthew Alu. Why does he get higher standing than me? It should be me first. Yeah, what the shit? I just got He's here. He's just the new guy, eh? Hey? <laughs> well, uh. yeah, but the, you're the and. You get the and credit. Yeah, the and, the and oh, credit. Oh, like is... Samuel Jackson always gets. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. and I'm down with that. Matthew Alu. Yeah, like you get the more prestigious credit. Hey, if mm. you guys want, I can I can be last. I'll be fine. That's fine. I'll be the and. Mm. Yep. And Samuel L. Alu. No, that's too much L's. Also, also Ethan R. <laughs> yeah, Ethan R. Hill. Mm. Matt right. D. Matt oh D. My God. I will figure out in the title card. Anyway, y'all know who we are. We'll see you next week. We are the Men in Black. Yeah. See you guys later. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Bye bye now. It's a baby. So show. long. 
Toodaloo. Toodaloo, say. Toodaloo. Toodaloo, say. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.